0: Hello out there, science nerds, you're listening to Evolving with Mr. V, a weekly podcast that covers the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology and much more. I am your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your Master of the Biological Arts, and this is officially Episode 5, Week 5 of Season 2 of the 2020-2021 school year. In this week's podcast, we will recap the week of September 14th through September 18th, our fifth week of virtual distance learning. In this week's second segment, Biology in the News, I'll recap some of the biggest headlines in biology making waves in the news world today. And in our final segment, we'll go back into Mr. V's mailbag where I will answer some more listeners' questions slash feedback from our mailbag and what I call Mr. V answers your questions, or at least tries to. Now, before we begin the podcast, we need to hear from our sponsor in a segment I call Mr. V Needs a Vacation. Yep, it's been a long five weeks. This episode is brought to you by Face Mask. Hey, are you tired of quarantining your life away? Do you remember going places? Would you like to be taught face-to-face by an actual living, physically present teacher? If so, wear a face mask. That's right, homies. Let's slow this pandemic down and let's try to get back to somewhat normal by wearing our face mask. Because come on, we all know that face masks are beast just like water. So slide that into your DMs and Twitches. <coughs> and hey, just don't take my word for it. Here's Chris Hemsworth, aka Thor. Hey, Thor. Do you think everyone should be wearing a face mask in public? Yeah! So make sure to wear your face mask. They just don't protect you, but they also protect your dank squad. Because caring about other people is totally yeet. Awesome! Side effects of not wearing a face mask may include flatulence, (coughs) explosive diarrhea, (coughs) puppy kicking, anime hallucinations, and public shaming. And we're back. And thanks once again, Face Mask, for sponsoring the show. And I agree, wearing a face mask is so yeet. But now it's time to hit that rewind button and recap the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology. Now, for this week, there isn't really a concept slash content recap since it was pretty much assessment week with our first AP dual credit biology exam and FRQ taking up the majority of the week. But I will give out some shout outs to some outstanding performances on the exam and announced the winning period of the top class performance on our first biology exam. So this past week, you guys took your first AP dual credit biology exam covering lab safety, CER, experimental design, basic chemistry, and beast water. And I have to say I'm pretty impressed with the class performances. You guys pretty much knocked it out of the park. With class averages ranging from 80 to 85. Just once again an amazing job on this first AP dual credit biology exam. But as they say, there can only be one, yes, only one class that rules over all the others and takes the top prize, the trophy for best top performance in AP dual credit biology exam. And that class period that takes the prize for this first exam with an 85.2 average is six period. So way to go, Six Period. Enjoy being top class for this first AP dual credit biology exam. Awesome! In addition to holding the trophy over all other classes, Six Period, you'll be receiving a little treat for your awesome performance once we get back to face-to-face instruction, which will hopefully be soon if we all wear our mask. Cool story, bro. Now, I also want to give some shout-outs for some students that were perfect on the exam who earned not just a perfect 100, but actually a 102 with the bonus. So, our first shout-out goes to first period student Serenvesh Ramesh, which I'm pretty sure I butchered that name, but once again, Ramesh, congratulations, great job. Another shout-out goes to fifth period student, Kyle Kelsey, also with a perfect score of 102. Great job, Kyle. And our last perfect score and shout-out goes to sixth period student, Alan Pham. Excellent job. Once again, another perfect score so give it up one more time for these perfect scores and hey if you guys know these individuals send them a dm a twitch a snapchat a tweet and congratulate them on their great work don't hate the player hate the game son now hopefully next exam i get to call out some more names on these shout outs and hey to all other periods that are not six period let's see if we could knock them off that hill and claim top class in ap dual credit biology on our next exam Well, that's it for our recap of the week. Once again, not much of a recap due to our formal assessments that took up most of our time, but next week we'll definitely be recapping or reviewing carbon functional groups, which we started on Thursday and Friday. And that, my science jabronis, was the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology. now for our second segment, Biology in the News, where I summarize some of the biggest headlines making waves in the science world today. And guys, it doesn't get any bigger with this story, which is, did we just find signs of life in space and in our own solar system? Well, we just might have with astronomers on Monday reporting the detection of a chemical in the acidic clouds of Venus, a chemical called phosphine, a nasty smelling pungent order usually released by microbes, which might just suggest a possible sign of life on this second planet from the sun in our solar system. Still much to learn you have. Now, instead of me ranting about this story, here's an awesome three-minute summary from my good friends at NPR. Take it away, NPR.
1: Venus is Earth's closest planetary neighbor. And now, scientists have found a foul-smelling gas in its atmosphere that could indicate the presence of life, maybe microbes in the planet's hazy yellow clouds. NPR's Nell Greenfeld Boyce reports that scientists are at a loss to explain what else could have produced this gas. The gas is called phosphine. Clara Souza-Silva is an astrochemist at MIT. She says to all oxygen metabolizing life, which is most of life on Earth. It's an extremely dangerous molecule that kills in a variety of imaginative ways, all of which very final and macabre. This colorless gas has been used as a chemical warfare agent. And although not many people have smelled it and lived to tell the tale. Apparently it smells basically like death. It just smells horrific. Um, We once, I think, found a report of someone saying it smelled like the rancid diapers of the spawn of Satan. And yet, weirdly, phosphine gas can be a sign of life. Because here on Earth, microbes make it. The kind of microbes that don't need oxygen, that live in swamps and sewage plants and intestines. Now, in the journal Nature Astronomy, Researchers say they've detected phosphine in pretty substantial quantities in the clouds of Venus. Sousa Silva says she and her colleagues racked their brains trying to come up with a possible source for it. Obscure chemical reactions, lightning, meteorites. We have tried everything we can think of to explain the presence of phosphine through any avenue that is in life. And we've run out of options. Folks like astronomer Carl Sagan actually talked about cloud life on Venus in the 1960s. While the planet's surface is a furnace, over 800 degrees Fahrenheit, conditions are more hospitable miles up in the sky. But more hospitable doesn't mean the clouds are cozy. Janusz Petofsky is a researcher at MIT.
0: Clouds on Earth, these nice little puffy white things that float in the sky, are essentially water droplets. But on Venus... These cloud droplets are made of concentrated sulfuric acid.
1: So, could life really survive in such a hostile place?
0: Personally, I think that it is very difficult to imagine, but it potentially could.
1: And yet, when it comes to searching for life, instead of looking at Venus, many astrobiologists have focused on Mars and water-rich moons like Europa. Venus is like a giant unknown, right? It's one of the planets that we almost know the least about in our own solar system. Hilary Hartnett is a researcher at Arizona State University. She's thought a lot about phosphine as a possible sign of life on other worlds, like planets that orbit distant stars. This paper's kind of exciting because it's not just that they found it on another planet around another star, they have pretty compelling argument that they detected it on Venus. That's a big deal. It's in our backyard. A spacecraft could go check it out. Many scientists have already been clamoring for NASA to send a mission to Venus. This new finding will add more weight to their pleas. Bethany Elman is a professor of planetary science at Caltech. Phosphine means that there is something we don't understand about Venus. (laughs) So that either relates to atmospheric chemistry, geology, or geochemistry, or life. She says life is the real attention-getter on that list, but as Carl Sagan said, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Nell Greenfield, Voice, NPR News.
0: Thanks for that awesome and informative summary about this amazing discovery. I couldn't have done it better myself. Oops, sorry about that. Whoa, so that's what phosphine smells like. Gross! You nasty! Well, that's it for this week's Biology in the News, recapping some of the biggest headlines in the world of science today. And now for our final segment, Mr. V's Mailbag, where I'll answer some of my listeners' questions, feedback sent via email, Instagram, or Google Classroom. You've got mail. Now, this week we have two questions in our mailbag, and the first one is from username Hawkeye is a Real Avenger, and it states Hey, Mr. V, what's the significance behind the Entertainment 720? And by the way, crazies and pecans make oatmeal cookies better. Well, thanks for the question, Hawkeye is a real Avenger, and I agree, he's a real Avenger. And those that say otherwise, well, they just behave. Now, as for the Entertainment 720, it's an homage to one of the greatest comedy shows of all time, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Entertainment 720 was a short-lived company founded by Tommy H and Gene Raphael Saperstein, a premier high-end all-media entertainment conglomerate that had no real clear business model or revenue stream. Now, why did they call it Entertainment 720? Well, because they were willing to go around the world twice for their clients. Which I feel I kind of do the same for my listeners. So. There you have it. Hopefully, that answers your question. Entertainment 720. What did I tell you, huh? The world. Now, as for craisins and pecans making oatmeal cookies better, you know what makes them better? Remove the craisins, remove the raisins, take out the pecans, get rid of the oatmeal, and just add a boatload of chocolate chips (laughs) and now for our second and last question from username chocolate chip cookie greater than oatmeal raisin it states hey mr v great job with the podcast hoping you're banking the benjamins Now, I'm pretty sure you saw the trailer for Season 2 of The Mandalorian. What are your thoughts, Mr. V? Well, thanks for the question, chocolate chip cookie greater than oatmeal raisin. And I wholeheartedly agree. Now, as for banking the cash, well, let's just say since starting the podcast last year, I've made a total of $0.00. Yeah, actually, this podcast has pretty much cost me some money with equipment costs and software costs. But to your main question, did I see the trailer? Uh, Yeah, like 50 times already. And I love it. It looks great. It looks like it's we're going to get a lot more Baby Yoda. It looks like we're going to visit some new planets and we're even going to get to see some Jedi. So yeah, the Jedi has me excited because hey, there's rumors that Ahsoka Tana will be appearing this season. Which would make sense since she's Jedi-like. Not a true Jedi, but she has Force powers and is with the Rebellion. Now, I also like that they didn't show too much. I like to be surprised. But what they did show me made me even more excited for the show coming out on October 30th. I mean I just can't wait. And come on, that little scene with Baby Yoda where he sees Mando activate the whistling birds. I mean that was just awesome because he knows some (laughs) is gonna go down. So not just awesome but funny as well. Well, that's it for this week's Mr. V's Mailbag. Hey, do you have a question or feedback about biology, the podcast, or just life in general? Well, don't be afraid to send those questions in to ovelas at nisd.net or send it via the Instagram page, Evolving with Mr. V, or you can even send it via Google Classroom. Now, before we end the podcast, a couple of reminders for the week. First, exam retake process starts on Monday, with the actual retake exam being on Friday of next week. Check your Google Classroom for details and times. Second, make sure to register for the AP Campbell Biology textbook. It's a must. Make sure you check your Google Classroom for directions and codes. Uh really? And one last reminder, guys, next quiz will be on Thursday for B-Day and Friday for A-Day, covering Chapter 4, Carbon and Functional Groups. Here's an easy heads-up hint. Guys, make sure you know carbon's electron configuration, which makes it so versatile when it comes to bonding to several other atoms. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a special message from the E211 AP Dual Credit Biology Newsroom. Hey, want two extra credit points added to your first AP Dual Credit Biology exam? Will be the first person in your class period to send a message to the Evolving with Mr. V Instagram page with the statement, water is beast, and attach a picture of you interacting with beast water. Get this done and be the first one in your period to get it done, and boom, two points will be added to your first AP dual credit biology exam oh. Well, that brings us to an end of episode 5, week 5 of Evolving with Mr. V. I hope you found this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. I want to thank Free Music Archive, Soundbible, and Zapsplat for the music and sound effects on the podcast. Big shout out once again to NPR for that three-minute summary about the possibility of life on Venus. This podcast was written, produced, and recorded by Entertainment 720, a Velasquez production company. Don't don't forget to like subscribe and comment on the podcast on your podcast listening platform also make sure to follow the evolving with mr v instagram page keeping you informed of all things ap dual credit biology well this is your host mr oscar velasquez your master of the biological arts signing off and reminding you to please please for your professor's sake for everyone's sake, wear your face mask